Hello, listeners, and welcome back to the Rogue Valley Role Players. My name is Ben. I'm here with Rosemary, Ed, Austin, and Nick, and we are here to play another session of Valley of Famine. Once again, my name is Ben. I am the Marshal. I am running the shindig tonight. My name is Rosemary. I play Deputy Rachel Jane Kennedy, and she's a hex singer. I'm Ed. I'm playing the weird scientist Daisy Gilmore, but people call her Railing Daisy because she keeps railing on and on about the Lemurians and how now they're kind of out to get her. Like they used to be her friends, but she's so. Oh, it's just, yeah, it's a mess. <laughs> I'm Austin, playing Macario the Clown, who may not be the clown that people want, but he's the clown they deserve. I'm Nick S. I'm playing Haru Matsuhara, the samurai who is struggling with his own humanity, or lack thereof. So, it's cold in the Rogue Valley. Cold, and as always, food is scarce. Not a lot going around, so we're actually going to start our session off tonight with vigor checks for those of you who are still amongst the living. I got a seven. That's an eight. So the two of you are definitely fine. You're hungry. You're famished, but you're not feeling weakened. You're still staying strong. It's because I'm shooting crows and eating them. Mm, Maybe not. I am. And crows ain't too tasty. When you're starving, anything tastes good. I'm just going to fail it. We'll see what happens. All right, you take a level of fatigue. You're hungry. You're starving. Yeah, I'm too busy, like, messing around with stuff to eat. <laughs> well, there just there isn't food to go around anymore. Everyone's hungry. Everyone's cold. Um... And the month of December begins to slip away. There's still reported uh, attacks happening at night. Weird animals seen roaming at the edge of civilization. Uh, You've lost contact with a lot of homesteads, uh, a lot of ranches. Uh, Haru, you meet up with Lan Hui at... uh, the rail station to discuss security. Um, all the forward work camps that were on the spur line, gone. All the workers have failed to report in. Anyone who's gone out to check out, those who've gone out and returned reported the camps in complete disarray and abandoned. Like, I don't know what happened, but I know what happened. Yeah. And so, yeah, Lan Hui is going through paperwork just like, I don't I don't know what we're going to do. How are you going to protect our workers? I have been working with uh, Deputy Rachel and some others within the town, and we've been trying to locate what's been causing some of the attacks on both townsfolk and our workers. And what have you found? Everybody's hungry, including the animals. We've been finding evidence of wolves and bear. Wolves and bears don't wipe out whole camps. When they are this hungry, they do. Surely you felt it. 
hunger. Deep hunger. Uh, well, roll me a persuasion check if you're going to try and lie. Oh boy. Not my best roll. Because I didn't roll great, but I didn't fuck up either. I didn't roll great. I got two. Okay. Mr. Matsuhara, we have been working together for a very long time. I thought you to be a man of honor. What is going on? I am not a hundred percent sure, but know that it is being looked into. That's not good enough. I can't do my job. I can't protect these workers if I don't know what we're up against. We are making no progress. We're losing people. You know what that means? That means people higher up the chain are going to come back here and take a closer look at what's going on. And they're going to want to put their own people in charge. Well, we definitely don't want more people coming here. I will get with the sheriff and discuss with him a more Since when thorough. did the sheriff sign your paycheck? He is older, more experienced in the area than I am. This area. He knows things that I don't. I look only for information to better assist me in my work. Know that I am looking into our matters. Trust that I am doing the best I can. But we're all hungry. We're all tired. And this cold is biting. So, kindly, let me do my job as you expect me to. I will share information as I get it. Uh-huh. Get out of my office. I stand up angrily and get out, because I'm, I'm like, I'm tired, I'm tired of their underhanded tactics as well, and I'm like, I'm trying to do things as honorably and as carefully as I can. Rachel, you and Sheriff Ross are, are at the office, and uh, Billy Johansson's there, too. Ross, since his um, regeneration has taken to patrolling the town at night and then recharging during the day. In the office? Yeah, he goes into one of the back jail cells and usually tries to make sure you're around to keep people from looking too closely. What about Billy? Oh, well, Billy's usually doing day patrol. Okay. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, so I, I think it is morning. You and Billy are, are, you know, drinking coffee, going over, you know, the paperwork and, and daily reports. You know, there's just, the, the missing persons reports have been mounting up. Um, and... The door slams open, and Sheriff Ross kind of shuffles on in, looking haggard and tired. There's no bullets in his bandoliers. And he just he gives both both you and Billy Johansson just a kind of tired, exhausted nod. And then doesn't say anything, just pushes past you towards the, the rearmost jail cell. Morning. Yeah. Morning, Sheriff. Slam. 
he's been right mouth, right, right foul mood ever since uh, he's been taken to the night patrols. Yeah, I suspect he's missing his beauty sleep. Well, I'm gonna go out and start my patrol here soon. Uh, you let me know if you need anything, all right? Yeah, I'll give hold a holler. Watch your careful out there, Billy. Well, I'll be careful. He grabs his rifle and his and his handgun and kind of puts on his gloves, his warm gloves and his warm boots and a scarf wrapped around his face. puts his hat on and shuffles out the door. Yeah, it's um, probably a good two feet of snow constantly on the ground. What do you do? I will do paperwork if there's paperwork that he's doing. Okay. I won't draw a rude picture on Ross's face while he sleeps. No, I'll just do paperwork. Yeah, about an hour later, the jail cell opens up and Ross comes walking out looking a little more refreshed. Barely. Um, and he sits down at his desk, pulls open a drawer, grabs his whiskey bottle, realizes that it's empty, and just kind of uh, throws it across the room. Uh, Rachel jumps at that. What's got you up in a twist? I'm out of whiskey. She'll pull up in her desk drawer and pop a bottle, hand it over to him. Here. Thanks. Uncorks it and just like starts guzzling it. And then lights up a, a cigar. Uh, Billy went on patrol. Oh, good. How's he holding up? Mm, well enough. Surprisingly resilient. Thank God for that. Someone around here needs to be resilient. Something bothering you? No, it's just... Can't put a dent in them. More and more of those things every night. We're losing ground, deputy. I don't know what else to do besides shooting them. We gotta find out where they're coming from. Which, on a hopefully unrelated note, I need you to gather up your friends and go, uh... Go do a welfare check on a, a ranch outside of uh, Ashland. A little ways. I'll ask them, but I don't know if they'll be too keen on riding out with me. Well, hopefully. Uh, I don't know. Tell them there's money in it if they're reluctant. Yeah. I'll, I'll see what they say. Alright, perfect. Yeah, box our ranch. Take as a kindness you check up on them. I got my hands full every night. Well, I'll go see if I can track down Macario or Daisy. Haru is probably at work. Well, Macario shouldn't be hard to find. He's been posting up in the stables next door. This whole time? Uh, yes, I have been hearing your whole conversation. There is a hole in the wall. Uh, I w- I've been trying to be polite, uh, but I am out here with uh, Don. Uh, just, uh, yes, uh, Don says hi. Oh. Well, that's a lot easier than I thought it would be. Uh, I I will say, uh, Sheriff, and he, he puts his face up against the hole in the wall, <laughs> so we can all hear him better. Uh, Sheriff, uh, 
should we not be doing something else besides checking on people? If they're outside of town, I, I, I do not think... They, they should move to town. It is the safest place. I don't disagree. If you can convince them, uh, I'm sure we can find a place for them to stay here. But I, we don't have... We don't strictly have the authority to force them to move. At least not just yet. I encourage you to encourage them to relocate. Well, uh, Rachel, you have me. I'm grateful, Macario. Where else will I go? <laughs> Let's go see if we can find Daisy. And she'll kind of stand up slowly. Like, she seems tired, I think. Mm-hmm. It's, she's hungry. And she'll head out with Macario, going looking for Daisy. All right. Daisy, where are you? And before you answer that, I'll preface this by you haven't heard from Jonathan in quite a while. At this point, it's late December. It's it Maybe it's even Christmas Day. I don't know. It's the saddest Christmas the Valley has ever seen, that's for sure. I mean, I'm probably wanting to go out to check his mind now. You know, it's been, I've probably already been by his house. And mm-hmm. I think, well, maybe he's there, you know. So, yeah, I'm probably, like, getting ready to... Okay. We'll, we'll say you're actually, like, getting into Jacksonville, just yeah. as uh, Rachel and Macario are stepping out. Well, I'm probably going to want to ask them for some... <laughs> Come with me, just in case. So, good, good to see you all come through here. Daisy. How are you? Rachel, where are you all heading? Oh, we were actually heading out to look for you. Well, here we are. Uh, the sheriff asked us to check on a farm, and uh, I was going to bring Don along and make sure no one eats him. Check on a farm? I was I was trying to run out to the, the grave dig to see if I'm looking for Jonathan. I haven't seen him in like a week. Has Rachel seen Jonathan at all? Nope. Well, if we if we are out looking in this cold snow, we might as well check on your Jonathan. I haven't seen him, Daisy. Well. Certainly help you go look for him at the mine. Well, what about this family that Ross just sent you after? Well, we can go check both places. They're not in the same direction. You know, the Boxar Ranch is out way past Ashland. Yeah, the mine's closer. Mine, yeah, the mine's a lot closer. It's in the Applegate. You should swing out towards the mine, check it out, see if Jonathan's there, and then head out to the ranch. And I think about this time, Haru, you come riding up, you see everyone there. Haru's clearly in a very disgruntled mood. Just after uh, his argument with Longway, he hasn't really calmed down from it a lot. Not really saying anything, just more of a flare to his nose and a look in his eye. Yeah. Oh, hello everyone. How is how we keep meeting like this? What are the three of you doing? Well, we gotta go check on some people. One of them, Jonathan. You are looking for your man. Yeah, I haven't seen him in like a week, and he wasn't at his house. So I was going to head up to the grave dig and see if he's there. And then these two were heading out to some some ranch out by Ashland. Boxar Ranch. I'd love to help, but I have been put through the ringer, as they say, of 
trying to find out what's been happening to our workers who've just been disappearing from the farther camps. I know what's happening, but I can't say to my employers, and that is making them very angry. I do not know what to do. I will, of course, help you in anything that you wish to do, Rachel. You only have to ask. I appreciate having you by my side, Haru. And about this time, you hear a little bit of a commotion. Um, you you look and you see one of the stagecoaches come uh, rolling in to Jacksonville. This stage looks like it's seen better days. There's definitely like claw marks in the wood panel. Uh, the horses have um, cuts on them. The uh, the shotgun uh, guy is gone. Uh, it's just the the coachman hunkered down, and uh, yeah, it comes rolling to the stop and comes to a stop, and people kind of bail out of it pretty quickly. Um, I'll try to stop the coachman. He's just sitting on his coach. He's still got the reins, shaking like white knuckling the reins. Yeah. Like- there's, there's like six people get off the stagecoach, and they're all freaking out. What are the rest of you doing? I'm keeping my distance. I, I don't want to be close to people right now. Okay. I think I'd roll up and uh, start looking inside the cabin, making sure nobody's hurt. Okay. Yeah, you're, you're talking to people, helping them out. Daisy? Yeah, definitely wandering there, thinking, well, maybe they got food, and, well, maybe I could help them, too. Haru, make me a notice roll. And, uh, Rachel, you, you get up. The coachman's still just sitting there. He's white-knuckling the reins. It's four. Okay. Um, you know, he's, he's staring off ahead. Let's see. You, what happened? Thought they were wolves. They wasn't. What do you mean they wasn't wolves? Uh, it wasn't. Uh, ran... Too fast. Skulls. Head skulls. They didn't have heads proper like. As soon as he says they had skulls, Rachel gets this knowing look on her face. And she's going to say, well, you're safe now. Come on. She'll try to see if she can get him to release the reins. Haru, you're watching this from afar. And everyone's out of the coach. No one's taking luggage off of it or anything. Uh, this guy that's still sitting on the coach isn't like moving around. But you see the coach rock a little bit. I quickly run over and check like the underside of the carriage. Okay. Are you saying anything to anyone else? Uh, no, not yet. I'm. It's more of just a instinctual compulsion to be like, wait. All right. Three of you, give me notice rolls at negative two. Go ahead and give me another notice roll. Just, uh, no penalty for you, because you're kind of on alert. Uh, box cars. All right. Uh, ten. Seven. Seven? Nothing. Nothing, okay. So 20. you're surprised. You're definitely not surprised. You're, you're, you're helping someone. You probably noticed kind of at the last second that the, the coach starts rocking, kind of for no reason. And you see... And you're you're looking over the coachman's shoulder. You're talking to him when you see this shape kind of come up the side of the coach, up on the roof, 
on all fours and then stand up and it's about six feet tall its body is furry and it's got that increasingly all too familiar wolf skull and then it pounces and on who? on an on a innocent bystander can I try to dive and push him out of the way? sure give me an agility roll um, and you're gonna I think try and go up against its agility ooh he snake eyed ooh how does, what happens here? How does the lesser Wendigo fuck up? I think that the top of the carriage rips open and he just falls right into it. Okay. He stands up and waits too much and falls half through and kind of gives this disturbing yelp. Uh, Rachel's going to yell at the town folks to get out of here. Okay, people, you know, look and scream and and scatter. What is going on? Oh! Uh, yeah, I think it's time for cards. The Wendigo is stuck. Because he fucked up royally. Uh, the coachman is going to kind of come out of his uh, torpor and go for uh, his scatter gun. Haru, you got an eight of hearts. Daisy, you got a three of hearts. Rachel, you got the ace of diamonds. The coachman is going to get a five of clubs, and the Wendigo is going to get the nine of spades. So, Rachel, you're up first. Uh, I'll draw. Uh, is there a clear shot, though? If it's I think coach? so. I think so. Um, I'll draw and fire with retribution. Okay. A loaded for bear. 19. Plus two is 21 10 10 that's enough describe how do you kill this thing because it's like it's, it's it fell through the roof of the stagecoach right so really only its head and maybe one of its upper arms is sticking out as it's trying to claw its way out um, you also probably have like a shot through one of the stagecoach windows or the doors yeah I'm thinking she probably fire through the stagecoach window and hit it in the midsection and then the loaded for bear just further tore up the stagecoach too so any like it kind of went through the stagecoach and that's kind of how I've always pictured it is like a mauling appears on right and kind of rips its torso apart and yeah it goes limp half hanging out um and like you get a quick peek inside and there's just like it's it's rib cage and spine is dangling and what's left of its lower body is lying in a pool of blood on the the floor of the stagecoach i want to turn to haru i think because you're nearby yeah i I, when i saw the stagecoach shift i ran and i'm gonna say i can't let civilians see this it'll cause even more of a panic Haru will hop up on where the stagecoach driver was and and get it, move it. Okay. I mean, he's still he's still there. He's like swiveled. And he's got his scatter gun and he's just looking thing wide eyed. Do you mind if I move this co- coach? Huh? Move coach. Put away from public attention. 
Uh, Kindly get down and go get a drink and relax. Okay. Yeah, he's totally in shock, and you you kind of you get him down from there and get the gun from him. Yeah, Rachel will take his gun probably. Yeah, and then give him. I drive the stagecoach over like behind the sheriff station. Okay, what are the rest of you doing? Like, like this thing's still hanging, you know, half out of the the coach. Uh, Haru, uh, you push, I pull. <laughs> We're gonna pull him into the coach and then close the door. Okay. <laughs> I'm going to go with them, because there might be food in this coach. Maybe. Uh, yeah, it's a messy, thankless job you do there, pulling what's left of this thing's upper body into the coach so it's out of sight. But you get it done. Uh, you all see, like, a bloody yellow handkerchief. Makario just kind of, like, tosses and goes, Ugh. Haru's just, like, almost numb in the face like just kind of mindlessly doing whatever work you know moving the body moving the stagecoach he's it's not even bothered by the grossness of it right where where did you take the stagecoach again i was going to take it like i think behind like out of sight behind the sheriff's station okay and we'll like we'll get the people's luggage off and bring it back but go ahead and give me notice while you're searching for food yeah see you uh, 16. Yeah, you find, like, a, a little satchel with some trail rations in it. Uh, they, they ain't fresh. They ain't rotted, but they're, like, a little bit past. Uh, uh, they're, they're at the point where they're starting to turn. You know, it's, the flavor is not good, but they're still edible. Well, then I should eat some of them right away. Yeah, I'm not gonna, like, take all of them. I'm definitely gonna, like... <laughs> ah, I need food. Yeah. Yeah, you chow down on it a bit. You get everyone's luggage put over by where the stagecoach stop usually is, and people are, are starting to you know, gather back in the streets. There's not a lot of people, but um, folk claim their luggage. Everyone's shaking and stunned. People are talking about the... Wild animal. Wild animal that was in the coach. Rachel's gonna... That was no... That was no animal. That was a, Sure lucky you that survived that. I ain't never seen a wolf trapped in a stagecoach before. That was no wolf. No way. No way on God's good earth that was a wolf. That was a monster. Specs seem that way close up. Give me a persuasion roll. Or intimidation. Can I do intimidation? Uh, Yeah, you can totally do intimidation. Four. Four? Alright, yeah, you kind of... I'm basically just saying, like, sternly, like, it was a wolf attack. Yeah, you're doing more of the That's men in the black official thing. story. Yeah. I'm not saying they can't go talk about, but I'm saying officially it was a wolf. Yeah. Um, yeah, you, you get the townsfolk. Calm down. Uh, you probably don't completely convince everyone, like, that that was just a crazy wolf that everyone encountered. Probably most of the people are like, no, we saw a fucking monster, but they're not rioting or having a mass hysteria panic um, in the streets. And uh, what do you do? Oh, the stagecoach is behind the sheriff's office with mm-hmm. the monster body in it? Yep. I think we're gonna burn that body. They just burn the coach? I don't know. Is it salvageable? It's pretty fucked up. <laughs> don't necessarily 
just set the stagecoach on fire yeah. faster inside. I think we'd like dismantle it to make a smaller fire to put yeah. the body on. And, yeah. And plus, I mean, it's probably still got like some good wheels. Just take the wheels off, and you know, maybe. The... Who owns the stagecoach? It would be a company, right? Probably Wells Fargo. It was not a Wells Fargo stagecoach. Okay. We'd have to figure out who. Oh owns. yeah, for sure. <laughs> You know what? It was. It was a Wells Fargo stage coach. Oh, burn it. Steal it. I can use those wheels for something. And uh, you got a pretty good notice roll, right, to salvage, to, to search for food in the coach? Uh, yeah. Decent. I got 16. You I think on that one. also saw that there was a uh, a bag of, of, like, expedited mail. It's it's expedited mail from uh, Shan Fan. To go into where? To uh, Medford. Huh? Who's on the envelopes, Ben? Uh, you open it up to take a look at who might be, whose sure. mail might be in there? Well, and I'll ask who's, eventually ask folks, like, oh, yeah, who's supposed to deliver this? But yeah, what's on there? Is there anything for me? Uh, you look through and you find four envelopes addressed to you. To me? To you. To you. And to you. So one each? Yep. One envelope each. Yeah, well, I'll talk to like there's... somebody. Is that it? Just that? That's I mean, there's the there's mail? other mail oh, in okay. there too, but that's what stands out to you. And they're pretty bulky envelopes. You are saying this is for me, Daisy? But what is it? What does it say uh, on the front? It says to Mercario. What's your last name? Bromista. Bromista. I... Medford, Oregon. Can you open it? Read it You're for Jacksonville. me. Jacksonville. You're in Jacksonville, aren't you? Yeah. Well, I... let me see what mine says first. <laughs> Opening it up and reading it. You open it up. Inside each envelope is a fat wad of cash. Woo! Four thousand dollars each. Well. And a letter thanking you for services rendered above and beyond that needed. Signed. Captain Casper Shireman. Well, son of a bitch, Rachel says. I'll be damned. Four thousand dollars? Yep. Where is my money? Hell am I gonna do with that much money? I don't know. Invest in Apple. (laughs) I'm gonna invest in Bitcoin right now. So yeah, that's that's what you find. I don't know if you can really do much with that cash right here or now, but I'm gonna probably put mine in the bank. Money is is nice, but it is the last thing we need. We need food. We need we need these stupid demons from hell to go away. We need humanity. Money is not what we Aww. need. Aren't you just the saddest little samurai around? Actually, you are. I'm the only samurai around. That's why I said actually you are. He's also the happiest samurai around. (laughs) What the fuck was that sound? Probably turned my phone off. Oh god, harder we're hearing things. Um, to move the story along, you get the, the corpse of the Wendigo out, you drag it out into the forest, and you make a quick pyre and burn it and then you turn the the what's left of the coach over to the Wells Fargo rep and you move on with your lives. Okay. 
Now, what's the plan? Are we uh, heading out to the the grave dig? Check on. I think so, right? I, I'm feeling the grave dig. Yeah. All right. So you ride out. Um, Makara, you're on Doan, who's starting to get accustomed to being uh, a mount as opposed to just a bull. Uh, and uh, Doan, you, you go left, as Makario says. <laughs> There's a good boy. And Doan goes right. Uh, that left, Doan. Left. And Doan stays right. No, no, no. Makario, I know uh, you're attached to that bull and all, but, I mean, how attached exactly? People are starving. <laughs> Dawn turns to give you this very affronted look. Could feed a lot of people. If it comes to that, I will butcher Dawn myself. I do not want people to starve. But, but uh, you, you know, I, we have not exhausted every option yet. And pe- people will have to wait. Uh, you know, I have had a lot of free time, and I, I've been training Dawn. I, I think he... He really could help us if a bad situation happened. By feeding us? Well, yes. Or, or, I have been teaching him tricks. He does rope tricks too? Uh, no, I I say more like uh, boxing tricks. Only instead of uh, boxing gloves, it is hooves. And instead of tricks, it hurts. So you ride out. And uh, ride for a couple of hours through that snow. Occasionally you see some disconcerting tracks here and there. Uh, You never sight anything, though. But you eventually make it to the grave dig. And you see some huts and tents gathered around the entrance to the mines. Kind of delves into this this hill. Is this the first time we've all been out, you think, to the mine? Uh, you've, you've definitely been, been here there. before. Yeah, you've been there before. Like all been there, of us. So I haven't been out there. I feel like this would be the first time Rachel's out there. Probably. There's no movement. No movement. So the tents are flapping in the wind. Some yeah. have actually like collapsed. I'll start calling out. See if I get any responses. Uh, are you riding into the uh, camp? Yeah. Yeah. You ride into the camp, you're looking around, you're calling out, when you hear a voice calling from the mine, Daisy! What the fuck are you doing here? Is it Jonathan? It's Jonathan. Jonathan! You're alive! What are you all doing? Quick! Get over here! Get over here! And you can see that the mine's been barricaded with uh, some like sandbags and boards and loose rock and all sorts of stuff. And you see Jonathan, you see a few others kind of crowded behind him and he's gesturing wildly at you let's go we head over that way is it large enough for the horses sure yeah they make they they clear the barricade enough so that uh you can get your your horses and don't and and uh yeah jonathan grabs you and just like holy shit daisy are you completely insane why does everyone keep saying that What were you doing coming out here with them creatures roaming around? Well, he was there when we fought the Wendigo, wasn't he? Mm, No, not when you fought, but when you rode out and found the massacre, he was there. Yeah. So he knows about them. He knows about them. Well, you know we can take hold our own against them. 
Well, I'm glad you can, because we didn't. And, uh, we sent Francis to go get help, and those things were waiting. He didn't get a hundred feet away when they, before they, oh god, it was, it was, it was just awful. They, they, they ate Francis. Bones and everything, and then they, they looked up the snow that had his blood on it. They've, we've been keeping a watch all week long, they've, they, they, they come out at night, mostly. You kill any? One or two. What'd you do with their bodies? <laughs> you're you're real funny, deputy. <laughs> you they think we we, we went out there for their bodies? <laughs> well, where are they? She's gonna gesture towards the empty. Did they eat them? I I guess I, we we shot them when they got too close at night. Come morning, they wasn't there. And we've been hearing sounds inside the mine. Two. Inside the mine? Yes. What kind of sounds? Like Not like, like something's around? crawling around and knocking on the timbers or something. I don't know. I don't know. Weird sounds. And uh, it's all all I've been able to do to keep my boys from from trying to go running out there. And they're waiting. Look there. And he points out the uh, out outside of the uh, the barricade. And uh, you, you all look, and you can see one of those elk skulled Wendigo standing on the far side of the camp, and it's, it's just standing there, claws at its side, and watching. Is it close enough to shoot? It'd be a long-range shot. I'd like to try to shoot it. Okay. Can I take a moment to aim? Absolutely. Seven. All right. That's a hit. Which gun is this? Probably retribution. Okay. That's just five damage. Okay, uh, you wing it. It kind of flinches and then turns its gaze back to look at you. And then it looks left. And then it looks right. And then it locks eyes back with you. And it just takes a couple slow steps back. And that's when you see the those lesser Wendigos come loping out of the woods. Oh. Looks like trouble. There's about eight of them. You got ammunition still, Graves? I ain't got much, but I got some. Well, best load your guns. Alright. Hello. Oh my god. You got the ace of spades, Haru. <laughs> Makari, you got a ten of hearts. Daisy, you got a seven of spades. Rachel, you got a jack of hearts. Jonathan gets... He gets quick. He gets the king of clubs. And the lesser Wendigo get the nine of diamonds. So, Haru, what are you doing? They're coming towards us, right? Yep. I will stand at the very front of everybody, you know, like right at the front of the barricade, mm-hmm. and draw both my swords and get. And um, I'm going to activate uh, deflection and protection. On this okay, side. so you're mapping. Yeah, I got a seven on protection, and for deflection, it's a nine 
So I got a raise on that one. So okay. four to Rachel, you're up. Um, no wait, I'm sorry. That's uh, Jonathan. My apologies. Uh, Jonathan's going to take aim with his Winchester. These things are at medium range for a rifle, so he's going to go ahead and take a shot at negative two. Yeah, Jonathan fires, but it looks like he hasn't had a whole lot of sleep in the last few days. His nerves are rattled, so the shot goes wild. She's going to, you know, say, steady, take your time. I I don't reckon we got time to take our time, deputy, but okay. And it's your turn. Uh, she's gonna shoot at two of them. Okay. Basically. But she's not moving, so I get marksman, right? Yep, you get marksman. Uh, they are still at long range at this point for your pistols. So which gun is this? Uh, first shot will be with retribution. Okay. Eight. I'll hit. Eighteen. <laughs> Yeah, you kill it. It's like a the roar of the bear, and it's like an invisible bear. It's basically yeah, drug it down and flips back and and just parts out on the snow. And then she'll spin right around and take a shot at another one. I'll raise seventeen damage. Yep, rage fires belches out a plume of smoke and another Wendigo just collapses in the snow. Uh, who's next? I think Makara, you're up. Uh, as he sees Haru marching off to fight these things. Well, I'm not marching off. I was just staying in the front. Uh, like, we're behind this barricade. He's, like, in front of the barricade. Front. Yeah, well, putting himself in danger basically. He says, uh, send them back to hell, Haru. He'll cast Warrior's Gift trying to give Haru counterattack. Ooh. Oh, yeah. You get improved counterattack for five turns, and uh, you'll have up to three possibilities to counterattack if they fail a fighting roll against you. And the the Wendigo come loping forward even closer. They're pretty fast, um, so I think they clear to pretty much short range for a pistol. They're fast, uh, which means Daisy, it's your turn. All right. First thing I'm going to do is yeah, I just. Power up my, like, I start glowing all blue. And I'm also going to have, like, another little bubble of blue shoot out for me and protect Jonathan and use him protection. Woohoo! Got that raise. That is definitely a raise. Haru, you got seven of hearts. Makari, you got six of spades. Daisy, you got a queen of clubs. Rachel, you got a queen of diamonds. Jonathan got a queen of hearts. All right, come on, queen of spades. Ah. Uh, Nine of clubs for the Wendigo. Uh, Jonathan goes first, so he's going to um, take a breath and aim. And that's his turn. So then, Rachel. Um, I'll try to hit another two, I guess. Okay. Before they reach us. Four with retribution. All right, that will hit. On the damage? Yeah. Oh, yeah. So you, you fire Retribution, totally destroy one of the Wendigo. You fire the other one, and it kind of clips its, its ram's horns that's got on its skull, and it ducks to the side. Uh, Daisy, you're up. 
Uh, yeah, I'm just gonna fire the railgun at one of these things. Okay. Supercharged bolt. Woohoo! Well, that's a four. Yeah, I'll hit. Oh, you know what? That damage is so horrible, I gotta reroll it. And I roll worse. So, yeah, the damage is five. Five? Oh, yeah. So, it fires, and, like, the. Um, the the Wendigo you fired at throws stuff down the ground and goes running on on you know bipedal to loping forward on all fours, and his bolt goes flying overhead and probably impacts in one of the huts. But now it's their turn, and they are gonna pile. Well, actually, one of them's gonna try and unshake first. Yeah, unshake. So they're gonna pile in on you. Haru, what do I need to hit you? Uh, well, with the minus four penalty to their attack rolls, it's effectively a 13 parry. All right. Uh, you fend them off. Your your blades are flashing back and forth, stabbing at them. They're probably getting a few minor claws and scratches on you, but most of them, even if you were alive, they'd probably be pretty superficial cuts, and those that wouldn't be aren't really slowing you down none because you're dead. <laughs> Um, but yeah, you get your counterattacks in, so go ahead and roll the first of those. Uh, nope. Six. That is not going to land. Okay. And then third one. Twenty. Twenty will definitely hit with a raise. Fourteen points of damage. Alright, you cut it down. I raise my walkie. As it's like slashing down with its claw, I catch it with my walkie and raise my katana up through its skull. And the skull just shatters bits of uh, brain matter drip ooze down your sword and out of my arm yeah I, I i have a very stoic face on uh and it's your turn even okay well i'm going to map i'm going to attack two separate ones once with my katana on one and one with my walking on another nine that'll hit 23 oh yeah you kill it okay and then my the second attack with my walking nine again that will hit eight points of damage it will shake it. It's not going to kill it, though. Uh, Macario, you're up. Uh, Macario will mount Don, and uh, he's basically going to wait for an opportunity to rush out and try to catch the leader of these now monsters. Behind the uh, the barricade. Okay. Yeah. All right. He's just getting ready, basically. You're getting ready. Alrighty. You're getting on Don, right for the path to be cleared. You want to go after the greater Wendigo? It's still standing there, watching. It's not really doing anything. How are you go on an eight of diamonds, Macario? You're up on Dawn. You've got a king of diamonds. Daisy, you got two of clubs. Oh, Rachel, you got the Joker. Jonathan got the six of clubs, and the Wendigo got the ten of clubs. So you're up. Rachel's gonna kind of call out to Haru, like, "You got them." I can handle them. All right, and she's gonna try to take a shot at the greater Wendigo. Okay, so it's. I can cast aim as. As a free action, yeah. She'll cast aim along retribution. Okay. Seven. It goes off. She's shooting off a Sacramento surprise. Okay. So nine. That's gonna hit with a raise. Nineteen twenty. And hopefully it's on fire. Ouch! That's three wounds. I'm trying to soak that. Yeah. Uh, describe it. You don't kill it, but you hurt it real bad. So, you know, she calls out to Haru, and then she. Takes retribution along and lines up her shot and kind of calmly, like, a piece of hair, like, loose thing of hair out of her face. Mm -hmm. And then fires, and this lick of bright blue flame just 
shoots out of her gun and kind of leaves this trail and it strikes the Wendigo. Um, probably somewhere I'm thinking on its chest. Okay. And the fur catches on fire. Catches on fire and it goes loping back into the forest with a, one of those really disturbing elk call. Macario, you're getting ready up on your bull, getting ready to charge out of the zings, and then uh, Rachel sends it fleeing off into the forest. I don't think the plan's changed. I'm okay. Go after it. All right. Um, I, I will hunt this beast down. Give me a give me a writing roll to try and get Don to clear the, Ooh. the barricade. Now that might be a problem. <laughs> <laughs> come on. <laughs> oh. Come on, come on, come on, come on. Yes! <laughs> Simple success. Alright. Yeah, you do it. Don leaps out over the barricade and uh Goes charging through the snow. Um, Macario barely hanging on. Yeah. <laughs> like, hold on, Tom's going, oh no. <laughs> I didn't think this through. But uh, I don't I don't think you get too far, but you maybe clear half the distance to the forest edge. And it's those Wendigo's turn. The three remaining ones. So, let's see, you. How much gang up team to gate? I think it's just a gang up bonus of one. Okay. Yeah, they're clawing, they're biting at you, but to no avail. And that's uh, three counterattacks, I do believe. Yep. First one is 11. That's going to hit for his. 17 points of damage. All right. <laughs> it's toast. Okay. Next counterattack. Eight. That will hit. Eight points of damage. That will shake it. And the third one, uh, 10. That will hit, but it won't raise. 11 points of damage. Oof. That will take it out. So there's one shaken Wendigo, lesser Wendigo left. That's my turn. I was going to move on to the next person, but that's right. That was all uh, in reaction to them. Uh, frenzy on the last one. Multi-attacking if I have to. Okay. Uh, Eleven. That has a raise, which means unless you fuck up the damage, it's probably not going to be standing there. Uh, seven, ten, eleven. It's not standing there. <laughs> so you cut the last one down. Uh, Seven bodies just Jonathan's circling around me. Like getting ready to, you know, he's aiming, he's getting ready to take a shot and pulls his gun up and just lets his breath out. Rachel's like, good technique. He's, he gives you a wide-eyed look. Deputy, I ain't fucking prepared for this shit. Told you we'd get rid of those things. Macario. Is pointing at like pointing at Macario charging to, uh, off with Don. I'll get him. It's, it's kind of a situation of like he's like, yeah, all these are dead, but um, yeah, you're you're charging ahead on Don. You get into the forest. You're following these uh, these tracks in the snow. Quickly hopping on, putting my swords away, hopping on Coon and trying to meet up with you know catch up with him. Okay, is everyone else kind of taking off after? Or uh... So. Yeah, I actually didn't want to stay at the mine. Okay, so the two of you are staying. You eventually catch up to Don, because I, I feel like horses have better acceleration than bulls do. I also think at some point Don's horns just like crash into a tree and we both sprawl out on the ground. <laughs> I kind of think that's a thing that happens at some point. Or at least he gets tired and just kind he of He definitely gets running. tired, but you, you're, you're deep into the forest now, and that oppressive feeling is gone... But at the same time, you don't feel safe in this forest, and you can see shapes circling around. 
uh, in the deeper shadows of the forest. And Haru catches up with you, and you're side by side. And you see this this greater Wendigo kind of standing up on a rise. Uh, it turns to you, it's, it's burnt. It's, it's pretty wounded looking. And it, it just gives you this hateful glare. And then looks up, and it, it, you know, it looks like it's howling like a wolf would, but it gives an elk call. And then disappears behind the rise. We need to get back with the others. Uh, we cannot kill it. We, killing it will do us no good. We need to find the source. You are right. I Let's get back. Hurry now. And you get back feeling like things are hounding your, you know, are snapping at your heels. There's definitely movement in the forest around you. We get back to the others, though. Yeah, you get back to the others. Please do not do that again. I was very worried you were going to die. Or worse, end up like me. I, I went full deputy. Say, there's this whole mind full of people that frankly no one's gonna miss. Oh, boy. We're dealing with terrible monstrosities who hunt people down and devour them uh-huh. and perhaps even devour each other uh-huh. oh no there's no perhaps about that and you want to make more bodies because you're a vicious monster yourself uh-huh. I, I don't see where the disagreement's at maybe we're the part where you're not going to kill all these folk but, I mean, so far we're on the same page. Do you think you can hold up here, Mr. Graves? <laughs> and he faints. <laughs> Daisy catches him. Yeah, okay. Aww. <laughs> what time of day is it? Uh, It's probably afternoon. Okay. We need to help them get back to town, I think. We'll get Graves and his crew back to town and then we will set off for Boxar Ranch. We'll have two in front, two in back on horses while they walk between us. Yeah, it's a good plan. Alright, you head out and nothing attacks you the whole way that you're traveling, but you definitely feel like you're being followed. Things are, are keeping to the, the deeper parts of the shadows. You 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 definitely catch sight a time or two of one of the, the, the lesser wolf skull Wendigo uh, at the edge of the forest, kind of comes crawling out on all fours, stops, looks at you, kind of puts its its quote unquote snout to the to the wind, like it's scenting you, and then it darts back into the forest. At least three times, you, you never see it clearly enough to take a shot, but you see a couple of these elk skull Wendigo stepping through the forest, just slowly taking their time like these the the lessers the the wolf skull ones are pretty uh rabid pretty fast oh yeah they had uh improved frenzy they should have been getting a lot more attacks on you oh well um they're they're you know always kind of on the run loping forward they're pretty savage but the the graders the the elk skull ones just are like an absolutely no hurry never see them ever run they're just always walking through the forest, kind of real casual-like. But it, it, you definitely get the sense, like, 
the forest around you is fucking full of these things. And it's noon. It's the middle of the day. Yeah, we'll hurry these people along as fast as possible, I think. We do not wish to rush them. They are tired. They are hungry. They've been through hell. Yeah, but I don't want to get attacked by these monsters out here. I, I understand. But we'll... If they fall, we'll take time. We need to move at their pace. And you get within five miles of Jacksonville, and these things suddenly just fall back. And they're, you know, they're, they're staying back, and they're watching, but they don't come any closer as you travel closer to Jacksonville. I kind of imagine, like, just thousands of, like, eye, glo- glo- no, eye glows. Yeah. Just, like, in the tree lines. You, uh-huh. like, you can't really see their bodies. You just see, the like, the glint of the eyes and at varying heights and whatnot, and you're just like, that's not okay. Yeah. Rachel's gonna kind of pause and just glance around the area to see why, if she can tell why they're falling back. There doesn't seem to be any anything tangible or visible that you can see that would explain why they fall back. Do you think they're stopping just because we're approaching civilization? No, they've shown they have no fear of entering town before. No, this is this is a new game they're playing. Well, they've never come into town in big numbers. They kind of been playing a little picket people game here, which makes me terribly afraid. With their their numbers, they could quickly overrun this town and any town in the area. So why aren't they? There must be a blessing here, or they're playing at a. They're playing a new game, waiting for us to starve out. I want to talk to Ross about this. Maybe he's got some ideas. Don't think we're going to head out to the ranch today. It's too late. We're going to have to resupply and head out tomorrow. It's probably sundown uh, by the time like the, the sun is setting as you're looking at all these things, watching you from afar. Let's get inside, though. Feel safer. Get these folk to the hotel. Yeah, you get you get them settled. Um, what are you doing with Jonathan? Uh, I don't know. Where does he? Get? Does he live in Medford? Or? He doesn't really have a house per se in Medford. Like when he when he comes to visit, yeah, he sure. stays with you. I'll take him to his place. To well, he keeps rooms like the Jacksonville Inn. Okay, maybe. Then, yeah, that's about as as close to a permanent residence as he keeps. So okay, you're there. Uh, where are you going, Haru? I'm going to go with Rachel to talk with the sheriff. All right, Macario? Going with them. All right, so the three of you go to the sheriff's office. And Ross is there. He's fitting uh, bullets into his, his bandolier. His bandoliers. He's actually got a new duster on. I think I forgot to mention this prior, but his his old signature Rattler Hyde uh, duster that he had for as long as you've ever known him just got torn to shreds when he was killed so now he's wearing a regular duster he picked up from the general store kind of we'll yeah knock on the door to alert him that we're there yep it's me uh, ain't that quick trip to boxar ranch nope it surely ain't got a little detour in town yeah Okay. We went out to Graves Mine. He was missing. Oh, fuck. We found him. Hold up out there. Hold up? Okay, so he's still alive? 
he's a weasel, but yeah, well, they were surrounded by those creatures. Killed some. Good. There was a a leader uh, looked like elk, a uh, deer. Oh yeah, I'm familiar with those. It got away. Huh. Ran away. Because they haven't displayed anything but single-minded ferocity so far. Yes, it uh, was quite cowardly. That's honestly terrifying. I think they are waiting. They are tired of you and your nightly patrol killing them off. They're tired of us every time we encounter them killing them off. They may not seem to fear... Instead, they are changing their plan, waiting for us to die of hunger. It was strange, Ross. We were approaching town, they were following us all the way, and then they suddenly just all backed off. About how far away? A couple miles, maybe five miles. Oh, thank God for miracles. You know what's going on? Uh, (laughs) I have a trick or two up my sleeves. I think I managed to uh, protect the town in the immediate vicinity, at least against any sort of concentrated attack. A few might slip in, but we can take care of those. You cast some spell or something? Uh, deputy, I ain't like you. I don't cast no spells. Well, what'd you do? My people have relics. Well, what is a relic? Uh, let's just say that uh, God ain't forsaken us. Not yet, at least. Of course not. Too late to ride out to the ranch tonight, so figure we'll get a start early tomorrow morning. All right. You going on patrol? Yep. Billy get back all right? I... Oh, fuck. I don't know. You don't know? I've been busy. Fuck. Shit. Where... Where was he headed? He went on patrol. His usual patrol. Which is Jacksonville, probably. Alright, I'll go check down Medford Way. I ain't got no horse, so you do a wide patrol, see if you can spot him. Right, she'll grab her hat and, like, spin out the door. Jeff, I would. Uh, now's not a great time. I'll come with you. Okay. You hear Rachel calling in the distance, Billy! Like, she's actually gotten really fond of him. Mm-hmm. And Mercario stays behind, and I will be the sh- sheriff. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's a nice desk. <laughs> it's Are you sitting at up. his desk? Yeah. <laughs> the chair is unbelievably uncomfortable. Uh, he's a terrible chair, but uh, I will keep myself busy. All right. All right, you're walking through the snow side by side with Sheriff Ross. Sheriff, while we are searching for Billy, and he will let out a call, you know, Billy. God, God damn it, Billy! Um, Lanhui, my employer, has been getting on me about finding out what's been happening to our people, and I'd like to share, but, well, you understand, I can't. Well, what would you have me do? That woman is uh, 
Someone who knows how to keep a goddamn secret. Being a... District manager for the valley here. For the Iron Dragon. Um... I grow more and more weary of working with them. Yeah. Oh, they ain't the worst. Believe you me, they ain't the worst. I know. Billy, goddammit, where are you? Billy! Um... Tell her what you think is, uh, safe. She know what you are? No. <laughs> Good. Like I said, she's Iron Dragon. She knows how to keep a secret. And, uh, in the time that I've known her, she ain't one to, uh, allow for mass hysterics. Not anything that would threaten the rail line, for sure. Might... Might be a good person to have on our side and in the know. I will heed your advice. Alright. You search for Billy. Billy! And I think, Deputy, actually, you're the one who finds him. Is he dead? Nope. Oh, thank God. He's, uh, riding back in, huddling, looking awfully miserable. He's probably, you know, not really seen anything, but definitely seen weird shit out there. Nothing he could confirm is totally supernatural, but enough to unnerve him. Billy! Oh, Miss Rachel, it's sure is good to see you. Oh, man, I am a mock cold and seen some weird things. I don't know how to, how to even explain it. Big, big wolf tracks. Big wolf tracks. Come on, Billy, I'm glad to see you're all right. Here, and she'll reach into her saddlebags, kind of rummage around, and pull out, like, a flask of cheap stuff, probably. You mean the empty flask? Because, uh, Ross already drank it? Yeah, she'll hand it over and be like, ah, oh, damn it. If we can just get inside, that'd be... Yeah, let's get you a, inside. My pleasure. So, uh, I thought you, uh, you all were heading to the Boxall Ranch, like the sheriff told me what happened? Uh, we got a bit sidetracked, looking for Daisy's bow. He was up trapped in his mine. Ah, uh, that's too bad. Did you find him okay? Yeah, he's all right. Oh, well, that's good. Okay, let's uh, let's get back to the office. Ooh, I'm mock cold. Oh boy, I can feel it in my loins. Yeah, and you get back to uh, in the sheriff's office. Mikario is there, still doing his puppet show. Or are you still doing the puppet show? I think he's probably falling asleep and like uh, with his head on the desk or okay. something. Yeah. Um, before like we go back inside, Rachel's gonna like raise her gun and just fire two shots in the air, letting Ross know mm-hmm. that found something. Okay. So. Yeah, probably twenty minutes later, Ross and and Haru show back up. God damn it, boy. I'm sorry, Sheriff. I got a little farther out than I anticipated and lost my way in some of the snow. I saw some might, scary things. I, I don't quite know how to put it. There were big wolf tracks, some shapes moving out in the tree line, but they they seemed to stay far off, whatever they were. Yeah, that's good. Um, yeah, don't worry about it, Billy. But you see, you see any of them 
weird looking wolves. You shoot them. You, you just shoot them. I will, Sheriff. I will. But, uh, yeah, don't worry about it. I got night patrol. I'm taking care of things. Don't you worry, son. Okay. Uh, I'm going to catch me a bit of shut eye here. I don't want to go back out in the cold, though. Don't you worry. Sheriff Ross will go take care of the scary things. Hey. Thank you, sir. And he, I, I feel Billy would like sitting down and just like <laughs> right, to the, <laughs> right to the desk, just exhausted. Yeah. Ross kind of. Rachel's going to grab a blanket from the cot and drape it over his shoulders. Bright red nose. <laughs> Ross's gaze falls on Macario, who's asleep at his desk. He shakes his head. Deputy, I reckon you better stay here to keep an eye on these two tonight. Yeah, I'll keep an eye on them. Speaking of, I am feeling my, um... I need to recharge myself. You're welcome to grab a cot here. I'll just go back to my room. I'll be fine. And he just walks out into the cold like nobody's business, doesn't care. And Ross... Fixes his, his duster, gives you a look, nods, and walks out into the darkness. Rachel's gonna sit down and be like, great, more paperwork. <laughs> and, uh... She's gonna turn to the desk to sit, and Billy's passed out there. She's gonna turn to the other desk to sit, Macario's passed out there. So she's just gonna kind of sigh and go into a jail cell and sit on the cot and try to do paperwork on her knees. What kind of paperwork are you doing? Mm, inventory. <laughs> inventory. One bullet, two bullet. Shit, Actually, lost count. Yeah, um, she'll probably carve some bullets. Okay, yeah, that makes more this, sense. This this is your inventory. Low on everything. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Low on everything, and then she's going to start carving bullets. So I've got a scene that might be interesting. I'm going to propose it, and then we'll see if we want to go there. But uh, Haru goes out for two hours. And when he wakes up, Lan Hui is there. And maybe a scene there. She's like, okay, you were dead. You were fucking dead. Yeah. Would she, like, did she come and, like, check on me dead? Or, like, is she, would she think I was asleep? Uh, like, came to go through your stuff and, like, oh, he's in here. Wait a minute. <laughs> he ain't breathing. Interesting. Oh, why? Sit up awake. Shift my feet down, I look up. You look up and she's sitting there in a chair, looking at you. A little wide-eyed, but trying to maintain a maintain a, a, a calm demeanor. Pulling on my boots. Can I help you? Yeah. How about knowing the truth? You want the truth? Fine. We have a monster problem. Clearly. I do not know what to call them. That they seem to be two different varieties. Smaller, faster, more aggressive ones. And then larger, elk, skull-like ones. You may have seen them passing of your field of vision if you're ever walking in the town. They're slow, thoughtful, methodical. It's kind of, you think of uh, some of the organized crime 
and how you have the boss and then the gang like the tongs uh, yes they worry me we are trying to find out where they came from and how to stop them so far we haven't come up with much of anything except for fighting them every chance we get but they're killing not just our workers but the people of this town newcomers I feel that they are also behind the food spoiling trying to kill us off so they may feed without impedance and what do you have to say to report on the monster lurking within our midst I sure I do not understand do you I entered your room and found you dead and yet you sit here talking to me now I have seen some things Mr. Masuhara, since I was brought to this country. I am no moron. I am not naive. I am not clueless. But I have certainly never seen a dead man sit up and put his boots on like nothing has ever happened. I suppose that if I were to say I were in a meditative trance you wouldn't bite that I checked the bandages you remember came back to town people claimed I was dead heard some rumors about that well then you know as much as I do I'm here I'm still doing my job I'm helping people I'm trying to solve our problems, the ta- problems of this town. I'm helping the deputy every chance I get. I'm helping the people every chance I get. And still, you would accuse me of being a monster. Well, I am a monster. But I'm a monster who wants to fight and kill other monsters until I die myself. So, hate me, fear me, Whatever. I don't care. I have work to do. That you do. And now I know better how to use you. Lovely. That's all I am. A tool. A weapon. That's all you've ever been, even in your own homeland, Matsuhara. But maybe here you can actually do some good. I have an investment in this valley. I have an investment in these people. Not just Iron Dragon, but these people. Then let me continue to do what I do. I'll find a way to end this. You do that. And you start being a little more upfront with me. Because I can't do my job if I don't know what's going on. I wasn't sure. I'm trying to think how to word this. 
No, I think actually he'd just leave it out as that. I wasn't sure. And uh, Lan Hui gets up and walks out. He waits like I, I, Haru would wait like a few minutes for her to like make sure he, she was gone. Throw his duster on and just storm out into the cold and probably like do a patrol at night because I mean two hours he's he's gonna be walking around town. Yeah. Oh, you find monsters aplenty to fight. And we'll end on that note. Thank you, listeners, for joining us for this latest episode of Valley of Famine. Deadlands Reloaded and Savage Worlds are the property of Pinnacle Entertainment Group. Sound effects are provided by Plate Mail Games, music by the Eaglestone Collective, and elk calls are courtesy of the Yellowstone National Park Services. You can find links to all of these in the show notes. Once again, thank you. I hope you all have a wonderful whatever time of day it is you're listening to this, and we'll catch you next time.